Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. Before we get into the story for today, we want you to know that we will be taking an intermission for the holiday season. This story will be our last episode for 2021, but we will be back with more tales in February of 2022. Thank you all for being such great listeners, and we hope you have a fantastic holiday season and a great new year. A night of fun turns into one of suspense when an uninvited guest shows up. Enjoy this story called Sleepover. My friend and I are running around this small parking lot, playing tag as our parents sit on a bench and discuss a bunch of boring adult stuff. The sun is setting behind them, making it hard to see their faces, but I can tell from the pitch of their voices that they are excited about something. My friend comes bursting out from behind a car, catching me off guard. I immediately stop as his hand just misses my shoulder. I turn and take back off the way I came. He is a little taller than me, so he's catching up with each step. I go right, heading towards a speed bump. I jump clean over it, but my friend trips as his back foot catches the lip. He goes tumbling to the ground. I stop, and his mother and my mom come rushing towards us. His mother picks him up, and he pushes her away, saying he's okay. I can tell he is more embarrassed than hurt. I notice he has a small scrape just above his left eyebrow. His mom tries to wipe away the dirt, but he shouts for her to stop. Humiliation has truly set in for him. She stops and lets him go back to being free. My mother and her say goodbye to one another, that it is probably best for her to get going anyway, since I am staying the night with my friend. We don't have far to go, since my friend lives just down the road. I hop on my bike, and he jumps on his, while his mother follows behind us. We pull out of the parking lot and head left down the road. This road has always been strange to me. It dips down a few feet to where it's only a foot or two above the swampland that's off to its left. To the right of the road is a mountainside covered in thick pine trees. The road is very straight for a few hundred feet before curving to the right up the mountain. The trees that hang over the road seem to want to grab you and pull you into the woods. The swamp begs for people to take a swim, knowing you will never escape. In the swamp, there are birds of all kinds flying around and chirping happily with one another. Frogs jump from one decaying stump to another as they chase giant balls of flies. The snakes hang from the trees like moss, just waiting for prey to scamper under them. As we travel down this road, we try to stay closer to the swamp, not because it's safer, but due to the possibility of deer or some other animal coming out of the woods before we can see them. At least with the swamp, we can see what's getting close to the road. We pedal on, racing down the road to see who can get to the curve first, when I go flying over my handlebars. I come crashing to the ground as my backpack goes flying and my bike slides off the road into the swamp. I slowly push myself up to see that my stuff is now scattered across the street. As I stand, I notice that my shirt is ripped and my pants have a small smudge of dirt on them. Looking back, I see a small divot in the road that my tires must have hit. My friend gives up on the race and goes over to get my bike for me. 
His mom comes rushing towards me and checks me to make sure I am uninjured, which I am fine. I now know how my friend felt earlier, as I am embarrassed too. Once she is satisfied that I am okay, she goes to help me pick my stuff up. As I reach down to grab some of my clothes, a car comes screeching to a halt, just barely missing and running over my hand. I jump back and we are all surprised, as no one heard the car and the only one to drive down this road is his mom. The dark blue car lowers its driver's side window and a scowling man sticks his head out, yelling at us to stay out of the road. My friend's mom shouts back at him and he stares angrily at her. He doesn't even acknowledge the fact that he was in the wrong lane or that he should have avoided us or at least slowed down. He says nothing and slowly drives off, staring at us in his rearview mirror until he rounds the corner and goes out of sight. We continue to pick up my stuff and my bike is brought back to me. I can tell it's fine other than having some mud on it. I shove the rest of my clothes into my backpack and hop on my bike. We pedal the rest of the way to his house, but I take my time as my bike is riding rougher since mud is caked on the tires. We round the corner and head up the hill just a little ways until we reach his house midway up the mountain. Pulling into his garage, we set the bikes aside next to the trash can. He rushes in and I follow behind him as his mom still slowly makes her way up the hill. Stepping through the door and into his living room, I set my backpack down on a wicker chair. He rushes over into the kitchen and grabs a bar of chocolate, asking me if I want anything. I tell him I'm not hungry, but not why. At the moment, due to the fall and that creepy guy, I lost my appetite. He opens the fridge, and as soon as he does, his mom walks in, asking him what he's doing. He quickly shuts the door, and she says she will go get pizza. She heads back out and starts up the street, going up the rest of the hill to where she can walk into town. My friend tells me to wait down here, as he will run up and get some toys for us. As he goes up the stairs, the sun quickly sets, and darkness fills the room. Only the moonlight coming in through the big windows gives any light to this living room. I start to turn on the lamp by the door when I see something move outside. The man from the car is standing outside. He steps forward and presses his face against the window just as soon as I duck behind the couch. I hear him tap on the glass. Slowly making my way over to the right side of the sofa, I gingerly peer around the corner. He is looking all around the room. He slowly steps back and looks down at the ground. Bending over, he picks something up and rears his hand back over his head. He slams a rock against the window, causing it to crack. I duck down and start to slide under the couch. Just as I get under, I hear the glass shatter. The glass crunches underneath his feet as he steps inside. His voice is rough and irritated as he calls for us. Slowly making his way through the room, I hear him pick up my book bag and rifle through it. He slams it down once he's done looking and begins to make his way into the kitchen. As he does, I lose track of him. A few minutes go by with no movement. I hold my breath, trying to keep quiet. I want to shout to warn my friend and run to the phone to call the police, but there's no way I could do either one without this man finding me. Footsteps start up again until they stop in front of the couch. Dirty boots come into view, twisting and turning as they are trying to find me. 
Then, I hear my friend's voice come from the spot where those boots are. He calls my name and then begins to kneel. My heart relaxes a little, as it is my friend's face that I see. However, I quickly crawl out, warning him about the man in here and telling him that we need to run. He stops me, holding my arm and pointing to the window in the back where the kitchen is. It swung wide open. Seeing this, we both think he has left. However, we both know he will be back, but we are more worried his mom won't get here before he shows up. Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Please leave a comment and check out our social media on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We would love to hear your thoughts on tonight's episode. I'm your host, Zach Miller, and thanks for listening. Have a good midnight slumber.